0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. I am your host, Frank Padore. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining. It has been another week. And hey, you didn't have to wait two weeks this time in order to hear this. Another week has gone by. Another week of good. Another week of bad. Another week of meh? <laughs> Let's just say... um with anything and everything of surprises that life can throw at us, we're still standing. We're still breathing today. Right now, if you're listening to this. And you know what? Good job. I'm proud of you for making it another week. You know, it's it's been a rather interesting week. It's had a lot of downs. It's had, uh, it's had many ups. But the most important thing that you can do for yourself is to think positively, and that is something which I have struggled for for a while now. And it's been brought to my attention, just even flipping your words accordingly can help can help uh, bring about that positivity, a more hopeful outlook to the future. And something that has been brought to my attention that I do is that I say something positive, but then it is immediately followed by something negative. When if you just switch that around, you say the negative first and then you end on the positive note. People and yourself included cling to the positivity of that sentence. So having a more positive outlook is something that I think we all could practice. That we all should aspire to. No matter how bleak and dismal things may seem and may look. We are able to get past it, either by ourselves or with the help of friends or family, colleague, even programs which are around or near you. It is possible to move on and to better yourself, and I believe you can. I am doing the same myself through the help of my friends, family, my therapist. There's tons of room for improvement, and I know that for a fact. And if you are honest with yourself and you can identify what you can improve upon, even if it's just one thing this entire year, you've made an effort. You've made an improvement and you've made yourself better. That is what we ultimately strive for. And I hope and I know that you will strive for that too. So with that said, thank you for joining me on the 19th episode of the frankly speaking on fridays podcast it is january 28th 2022 at four twelve p.m eastern time so let's dive into this because this has been a rather interesting week to say the least so here's to you here's to me here is to the podcast as we commemorate it with a shot And that is some cheap vodka. <laughs> so let's get right down to the dirty, shall we? Um, my week, as I may or may not have hinted to, has been um, it's been up and it's been down. There have been two major events which have ultimately happened within this past week. Um, And in order, thing number one, which happened um, four days ago. Uh, Yeah, four days ago. I don't know, I've talked about them before. If not, I will go into it. But uh, Shell Beast and I... You know, we live together, we're roommates, in our condo that we have, and within our condo, we have combined four cats. The four are Mallie and Remy, which are hers, and then Rocky and Chalk, who are mine. Uh, All four of them were adopted in separate homes, we lived separately, so we had two cats each of our own, and then when we decided to live together, well, no. There are four cats under one. Roof. The age difference between them is a little bit plentiful. It went from oldest to youngest. Chalk, Rocky, Mally, Remy. So, with that said, we've had these cats now for for three years. A little over, a little less than three years, around that mark. Remy has been around, I think, for about two and a half. He's coming up on his third year, uh, being under Shelby's care. But, unfortunately, Chalk is the oldest by a large margin. When I adopted Rocky and Chalk, God, Rocky was like two and a half and Chalk was nine. So, three years later, Chalk is twelve and a half, Rocky is five, and Ellie and Remy, I think, is like four and three, something like that. A nice little decline for the younger people. But Chalk, you know, he he had age on them. And this past month or so, I want to say it's been a real struggle with Chalk. He's uh, he's not been eating. He's been moody. He has um, uh, he just he hasn't been really himself, and he's been losing quite a bit of weight and uh, despite our best efforts in which to get him to eat the time that he started to really eat was maybe this this uh like mid january or so when we decided okay we're gonna cook up a single chicken breast unseasoned finally shred it and then that's his dinner he was loving it for a while and then he started not loving it he was spending most of his time Sleeping and uh, just trying to find warmth. It's then that we noticed a week ago. Yeah, a week ago today. Shelby actually noticed that he had yellow amongst his gums. So, Upon closer inspection, looked at it. Yeah, they were yellow. Upon an internet search, yeah, his ears were yellow. Jaundice. And what were the symptoms that he was displaying, which matched up to the ultimate cause, liver failure. So, it came to the point where we were wondering, what, how long, this and that. So, on the 24th, four days ago, that Monday, Called up the vet, because they're only open four days a week. Called up the vet and said, hey, these are the symptoms. This is what's been happening. I honestly don't know how long he has. Can we get him in? Luckily, they were exceptional, and they allowed us an appointment. That day at 4.30 Eastern Time, where we brought him in, and right off the bat, the vet said hey i'm not very optimistic about this it's not looking great i said okay i'm sure i understand i'm right there with you go ahead run a blood test see how that goes if there's anything specific which you can identify to maybe help us isolate our options so we went ahead and did that and basically he came back and said well since august he's lost two pounds He is two, his body temperature is two degrees lower than what a cat's should be. He's extremely dehydrated. Not by our fault, I mind you. We have two bowls of water, always out, always full. He just wasn't drinking. He just wasn't eating. And the numbers for his liver was just, was just abnormal. Abnormal. Or as they say in Young Frankenstein, Abbey Normal. So it basically he said, here are your options. You can go down to a specialist hospital where they'll have a 24-7 monitor on him all the time, IV fluids, and a feeding tube in him. Maybe something will happen. Um, maybe they'll be able to recommend prescriptions, procedures, this or that. Or, euthanasia. So, Shelby's was with me. Because Chalk, when she was looking for a cat in which to adopt, Chalk was actually her second choice. You know, FIV, positive, old man, very kind, very loving. And so, we weighed our options. We talked around, we... Um, called one person be like, what would you do? But it was very clear as to what needed to be done. So him being my cat, I decided upon euthanasia just because it wouldn't make any sense to bring a 12 year old cat all the way, wherever it was for that specialized hospital to spend to have him spend time away from us, time with unknown people, unknown noises, and also unknown, an unknown environment. Like he would have been more freaked out, he would have been more discomforted with those tubes in him. And there was no guarantee that he would even be cured of whatever liver failure that he was suffering from. And we did, of course, have the option to bring him back home with us, spend some time with him before we said goodbye, but at that point in time that morning, he already went 36 hours without eating anything. His last meal was the day before that, where he scarfed down 40 treats. (laughs) So, you know, good for him. That's a hell of a last meal. But if we brought him home, then he would have continued to just decay, essentially. He wouldn't have, um, excuse me. He wouldn't have, um, he wouldn't have ate more. He wouldn't have drank more. And he would just be clinging to us just for the sake of warmth and comfort. The boy was suffering. I asked the, I asked my vet, you know, is he in pain? And he said, no, he's not in pain. He just, he doesn't feel right. He just, in my words that I said, he just feels icky. So, Shelby and I, we went into the room where he was being examined, and he was happy to see us. He Got up from the table. He was walking around. He was purring. He was rubbing against us. He was loving us. like He was overjoyed, I suppose, to the best of his strength that he could muster, that he could see us and And, um, you know, just be with us. So basically, you know... For those of you who haven't been a part of a euthanasia i've been i don't know about a handful of times within my life three of which have been extremely um memorable i suppose um i had to be the one in my family we have a rule when it comes to Uh, letting go pets and putting them down one family member has to be in the room with them when they go and i feel that is something which is honorable because it provides the pet comfort during this very confusing and unknown time within their life so i was there when we had to put down the family great dane my parents couldn't even be within the room. It was just me. My first cat, Bobby, I was there with um, my former roommate and my ex-girlfriend when we put Bobby down. And for chalk, I was with Shelby, which was a great comfort. And even if I asked her, no, I'm going to do this myself, she would said, fuck you, I'm going to be there. Which I absolutely respect. And I'm glad she was there regardless. But Chalk, uh, after, you know, his rubbing and his loving, he, uh, it was, it was time. So basically, a little bit of saline solution, make sure everything went through just fine. And then the overdose sedative, which just put him to sleep and then further into sleep. The toughest thing about that is you always wonder, did I make the right decision? Could have there been another alternative? You know, is it what they would have wanted? Well, first of all, I know that's not what he wanted. I know he would have preferred to come back home with us was it the right decision i think so i think he couldn't have handled for five more days the vet even said maybe a week based on his degradation but it's an extremely tough choice in position as a pet owner to to be there because you care about them you love them they're like a they're like a child to you and to let go of your child your boy your girl all the <laughs> all the stupid pet names you give them It's tough, but you have to trust your instincts. And I believe I did. I missed the hell out of that boy, but... (sighs) It is what it is. I gave him... I didn't give him. I asked him a favor. I asked him to, uh, to meet Bobby, my first cat, told him to, uh, say hello to him for me, and to, uh, be happy, to be, um, to be without discomfort, and I think he is. So... That was my Monday. (laughs) That was my Monday. I should hopefully be receiving Chalk back soon. I did decide to get him cremated, and for him to come back, hopefully, sometime next week. So that I am able to then um, complete our memorial to him. Uh, Shelby and I have gathered his favorite toys, and Shelby wrote a beautiful, short, and meaningful letter to Chalk, which we have on our mantle above the fireplace. And when he arrives, that is exactly where he's going to go. And hopefully sooner rather than later, I am going to... um, I am going to get one of those digital frames, you know, and upload all the pictures that we have of him into there and just have a continuous uh, slideshow in order to properly honor Chalk. For those of you who uh, join in on my video game live streams, you know Chalk very well. He used was very talkative, always within at least my lap as of late, but he was always present within the streams. He wanted to be with us. And the old man made his presence known through one means or another, but he's going to be missed. We already know he's kind of here too. Um, we've been, uh, We've seen signs. I don't know if you're one of those individuals who believes in the uh, you know, the paranormal or spirits or ghosts, but personally, I am. And I know Shelby is as well. And we both have seen and felt signs that he's around. So I'm hoping that when his ashes come here, maybe those signs will be a little less... Knowing that he is, in fact, in the household that he loves. He love this place. Ah, so, that was Monday. Tuesday was obviously morning. And then Wednesday, morning in preparation, I should say. Wednesday, the 26th, was my birthday. I am now 30. And it's interesting, because for some reason, people are like, oh, you're turning 30, you're going into a new decade of your life. How do you feel? Do you feel old? No, I don't feel old. I feel fine. I feel exactly as I did <laughs> but the, the day before uh, when I was 29. What 30 has done to me, because it is a nice, whole, round number with a new decade, It made me kind of a little more analytical of my life. What I've accomplished thus far. What I wish to do and where I wish to go. And it made me realize, okay, you got to suck a couple of things up. Here are the things that you need to suck up in order to bring you to where you need to be. So, I have goals, ambitions, and this and that in mind, which... I won't share as of now because they're still in development but on my birthday uh it was a good time i truly enjoyed my birthday it wasn't exactly what i had in mind because you know everyone has wild outright just thoughts and ideas and plans for you know, their birthday for turning these round numbers or even your golden birthday, which my golden birthday was my 26th birthday because I was born January 26. For those of you who your golden birthday was one, I am so sorry. (laughs) Anyone whose golden birthday is before 21. Oof. (laughs) But... Um, for my 30th birthday, I did open gifts. Uh, I received a a lovely package from my mother, uh, which contained a smartwatch, a poem, an original poem from my grandfather, a lovely card, and some a uh, couple of other things. But it was a very pleasant gift, to say the least. And, uh, Shelby went above and beyond, as she always does when it comes to gifts. Um, I won't disclose everything which she got me, but she got me a lovely ornament that I have of a giant silver microphone. Uh, she got me, she improved my dress wear. With four Jerry Garcia ties. And if you don't know what Jerry Garcia is. Or who he is. One. And two. His fashion line. You really should. I love his fashion line. If you're not a very loud person. You don't need to be when you're wearing his stuff. It is. (laughs) It is loud enough. You can be silent. And say an entire Shakespearean soliloquy. You're good to go. And then of course I got some, I got some uh, Punisher attire from her as well, which, two of which I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing this hoodie sweatshirt she got me and uh, one of the t-shirts as well. Uh, And it still has the original Punisher symbol before they decided to change that up. I believe I spoke about that in one of my other podcasts. So, mm. yeah, check out and dive into that as to why they decided to change the punisher symbol but other than opening up gifts and uh, having a good time within my condo uh, with shelby we decided to stream we decided to have an all-day stream Uh, for those of you who also don't know who don't chime into uh, fapism plays on twitch Shelby challenges me to challenges. They're called the Shelby's Challenges, or as of now, the Queen Shelby's Challenges. And basically, they primarily, as of right now, have involved Miyazaki games, you know, the Blood Soul, uh, Soul Blood games, yeah, you know, Dark Souls, uh, 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro. That's as of, as of right now. I might be missing one, am I? Dark Souls, one, two, three, Bloodborne, Sekiro, there's Demon Souls, Elden Ring is coming out. Okay, no, I got them all. So basically, her general challenge to me, concerning her rules and stipulations, is essentially, go in, you have this amount of hours, go in, kill all the bosses, sometimes maybe kill all the mini-bosses, and and do it non-stop, one sitting, one take, go. So, that is exactly what we did, except this time, instead of it being Dark Souls 1, which I've done twice, Bloodborne, which I've done twice, and Sekiro, which I've done once, it was Dark Souls 3, my very first queen shelby's challenge for dark souls 3 and i tell you what i was nervous Uh, just because all my previous practice runs that i've done this was the fourth time that i beat this game the previous two times before the challenge was my practice runs all of which were running into the 20 plus hours of gameplay So we were prepared to be streaming and playing this game for 24 hours. That was my time limit was 24 hours. And honestly, it was looking as if it was going to be that way. Why? Because for those of you who haven't played the game before, Abyss Watchers, I will just say that much. They stomped me for like 15 minutes. I think I had 19 deaths from them. It was bad, hold on. We have the documentation right here. Uh, give me a second, give me a second. Oh, I got switched about a little bit. Oh well, I believe it was 19 times I died from that boss. So based on that record and how early in the game that was, we were, we were both thinking, my God, this is going to take 24 hours for me to beat. Holy crap. But I will tell you this much. I got stuck on a couple of bosses, you know, a couple of areas I, I, I died or couldn't remember where to go or, you know, upgrade material. But I beat Dark Souls 3 the base game, and both DLCs, all bosses, in 10 hours and 35 minutes. Now, of course, the stream was 12 hours, just because, you know, bathroom breaks, and uh, opening up gifts, and receiving a very lovely phone call from my sister. Uh, It was 10 hours and 35 minutes. So, I honestly can't complain about about my 30th birthday. It was exactly what I What I expected, exactly what I wanted. And so what I originally had planned for my 30th birthday was, you know, in a perfect world when I had money and was able to do and purchase whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, I was hoping to rent out some sort of venue have all my closest friends and all my family come and I wanted to get roasted you know like Comedy Central style I just want to get roasted by my friends and family have some drinks have some good food have a good time laughing and and yuck it up Uh, but that isn't a reality that wasn't able to happen this year I still want to be roasted (laughs) who knows, maybe in, maybe in five years, maybe my 35th, I will go ahead and have the funding to be able to rent a place out, pay for catering, open bar, host my birthday with my friends and family, and have them rip into me. (laughs) So then, yesterday was recovery day, because, you know, had a bit to a drink and what have you. And then here we are today, Friday, on a very snowy day within Indiana, which is lovely to look at. So like I said, this week has had a lot of ups, it's had a lot of downs, and we're getting by, and I think that's what's most important. Hell this month has been interesting. On my birthday three weeks ago, on that birthday. On January fifth, Dale Clevenger passed away. Two days before that, I had to put down my boy chalk. It's been it's been a hell of a month with all the ups and the downs. But I have hope that the rest of this year will go according to plan. We'll be better. And will be more prosperous and successful, not only personally, but career-wise, and just feeling like a musician again. I aim to practice my horn some more. So, with that said, I do have articles that I wish to read to you. And the reason for that is because, like I said, I don't want to make these podcasts all about me, solely about me, etc, etc, etc. Now, I, I want to be able to provide, to be able to teach. And I'm just double checking my email right now at fsofpodcasts at gmo.com to see if anyone wrote in. No one has. That's okay. I can still create material. So the thing that I want to talk about in honor and in reflection of Chalk having to pass away, unfortunately, sooner than what we would want him to. I, um, I've found a couple of articles that I wish to read in honor of him, but also in honor of your pets that you may have. And uh, and just know and hope that having a pet has many benefits. And the two articles that I have here will state exactly why having a pet is a benefit. So the first article, which I have already posted, within chat and will be in the description below for you to be able to browse and peruse at your own leisure. The first one is actually from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention website cdc.gov. It was last uh, updated September 15th, 2021. The article's title is How to Stay Healthy Around Pets. That's not what I wanted, but we'll go with it. Because sometimes people are dumb enough in order to buy a, a tiger and think that that's a good pet. So let's see what we can get. Understand the risks and benefits of pets. There are many health benefits of owning a pet. They can increase opportunities to exercise, get outside, and socialize. Regular walking or playing with pets can decrease blood pressure, cholesterol levels, and triglyceride levels. Pets can help manage loneliness and depression by giving us companionship. Most households in the United States have at least one pet. Studies have shown that the bond between people and their pets is linked to several health benefits, including decreased blood pressure, cholesterol levels, triglycerin levels, feelings of loneliness, anxiety, and symptoms of PTSD. Increase opportunities for exercise and outdoor activities, better cognitive functions in older adults, and more opportunities to socialize. Pick the right pet. Before adopting a new pet, make sure that it is the right one for you and your family. Do some research beforehand about the specific needs of the animal. Ask yourself these questions before getting a pet. How long will this animal live? What does the pet eat? How much exercise does the pet need? How large will it become? How much will veterinarian co- care cost? Do I have enough time to properly care for and clean up after the pet? What time of, ha- what type of habitat does this pet need to be healthy? What type of exercise does this pet need? Are pets allowed to, are pets allowed in my house, apartment, or condominium? condominium nailed it are there young children older people or people with weak immune systems who will care for or be around the pet some people are at higher risk for diseases animals can carry Children younger than five years old, people with weak immune systems and people 65 years of age and older are more likely to get diseases spread between animals and people, also known as uh zoonotic diseases. Zonotic Zonotic. Sure, why not? That. Pregnant women are also at a higher risk for certain animal-related diseases. Before getting a new pet, keep the following in mind. Households with children younger than five years should not have pet reptiles. Turtles, lizards, snakes, amphibians, frogs, toads, or backyard poultry because of the risk of serious illness from harmful germs spread between these animals and young children. I had frogs growing up. Tadpoles, specifically, we watched them turn into frogs. I was younger than five, but then again, I am the baby of the family. I had two older siblings who were older than five, so maybe that was the case. But I do remember my favorite tadpole who I named George. My siblings would come in every so often and say, "Hey, George is dead, George is dead," and I'd freak out, of course, because George is my favorite so i'd I'd go down and Check on the cage, George is fine. Until one day they said, Frank, George is dead. I didn't believe them, because, you know, boy who cried wolf. They are like, no, George passed. So I went down, and sure enough, one day George didn't make it. He was a good tadpole. He was a good frog. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him very much, especially considering that I remembered him you know, a couple decades later. Anyway, the article continues and it says people with weakened immune systems should take extra precautions when choosing and handling pets. Talk to your veterinarian for help picking the best pet. Pregnant women should avoid adopting a new cat or handling stray cats, especially kittens. Cats can carry a parasite that causes toxoplasmosis. A disease that can cause birth defects. If you are pregnant, you do not need to give up your current cat, but you should avoid handling cat litter. Good to know. Pregnant women uh, blah, blah, blah. pregnant women should avoid contact with pet rodents to prevent exposure to... Oh boy. Lymphocytic... Chor... Chorimo choreal meningitis virus which can cause birth defects if you're pregnant and have a pet rodent avoid direct contact and have someone else clean its habitat there are other tips and what have you there but you know i think just the beginning of it is good enough just what are the benefits of having a pet But, let's be a little more specific, because Chalk was a cat, we now go to goodnet.org. Why? Because, why not? And I always cite my articles to the best of my ability. This one doesn't have an author labeled, but it does have at least a publishing date, which is August 8, 2018. And it says, seven scientifically proven health benefits of being a cat owner. So, what are the benefits of being a cat owner? Well, we will find out, won't we? It says, they're fluffy, independent, the internet's in love with them, and there is scientific proof that having a furry roommate is actually all kinds of good for your health. Whether you live with a cuddly lap cat or a quiet introvert who loves their space, having a feline around you can be just as rewarding and beneficial as any other animal friendship. In honor of International Cat Day, we collected a few little-known scientific facts that prove how awesome cats really are. Number 1. They can lower your risk of heart disease Studies have found that owning a cat can lower your stress levels, which in turn will have a knock-on effect of your risk of cardiovascular disease. Owning a cat can actually lower one's risk of various heart diseases, including stroke, by around 30%. Number 2. Their purring helps to heal bones, tendons, and muscles. A cat purring is one of the most comforting sounds in the world. And while it certainly means your cat is happy and comfortable, the sound also has been long associated with a therapeutic healing ability on human bones and muscles. A cat purrs creates vibrations at the frequency of 20 to 140 hertz, and studies have shown that frequencies in the 18 to 35 hertz range have a positive effect on joint mobility after injury. Scientists have begun talking about how the cat noise could help humans. Number three, you'll sleep better. all right let's see what you got because i tell you what my boy rocky mm, I, I don't know if he helps me sleep several studies in the uk have found that people especially women prefer to sleep with their cats over their partners and they even reported sleeping better with a cat than with a human bed companion A recent study from the Mayo Clinic Center for Sleep Medicine was able to confirm these findings. 41% of people in that study indicated that they slept better because of their pet, while only 20% said that it led to disturbances. Well, hey, there you go. People who have their, excuse me, cats and dogs in their beds, look at you go. You're sleeping better. Excuse me. Number four, they'll make you more attractive to women. Research conducted by leading pet research, Dr. June Nichols, found that women were more likely to be attracted to men with pets, with a whopping 90% of single women perceiving men with cats as nicer and more caring than those without. I'm sure that research is sound, However, at the same time, is it slightly sexist? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Let me know what you think. Number five, they reduce stress and anxiety. Having a cat around you can actually trigger the release of calming chemicals in your body which lower your stress and anxiety levels. Cats are known for being super low-maintenance, and a simple petting session is usually enough to make both you and your cat happy. Unless they're the type of cat, this is in the article, this is me speaking, unless they're the type of cat who is a lap whore and wants nothing and everything but to be a part of your every moment. (laughs) You want to talk about separation anxiety? I've known a couple. Of, I'm living with a cat right now that has separation anxiety. Shelby cannot go practically anywhere without Mally being her shadow. Honestly, it's a little bit of adorable. adorable. Uh, but, you know, cats, uh, they can have uh, their own problem too. Problems. Mally's problem, however, is just abandonment issues and just, you know, my God. My mom which is Shelby. Number six, cats mean fewer allergies for your kids. In 2002, the National Institute of Health released a study that found children under a year old who were exposed to a cat to be less likely to, de- to develop all kinds of allergies, according to Marshall Plout. Plout? P-L-A-U-T. Plout. Plout. I'm going to go with Plout. MD, chief of the allergic mechanism section at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, quote, high pet exposure early in life appears to protect against not only pet allergies, but also other types of common allergies, such as allergies to dust, mites, ragweed, and grass, end quote. Interesting. Interesting. Last but not least, number seven, even just watching cat videos is good for you. A study of over 7,000 people by Indiana University Bloomington, my alma mater, found that watching cat videos on the internet boosts viewers energy and positive emotions while decreasing negative feelings. Turns out, all those hours spent on YouTube actually did you some good. Well. There we go, Chalk. You have done a lot for me. A lot for Shelby. And probably a lot for my viewers. Uh, who chimed in to the streams to have you on my lap and pat your butt so you'd meow. And just you being a sleepy boy. Sometimes a grumpy boy, but, you no, know, it is what it is. So... With that said, I don't have anything else planned for this podcast. I know it's short. It's probably going to be like a 45-minute podcast or something. But, hey, I'm a, I'm kind of, um, I'm still mourning. I'm still grieving for my boy. And uh, Next week, I plan to have something a little more solidified. Next week will be... Uh, Next week will be February 4th. So basically the 4th, the 11th will be more within the evening afternoon. The 18th is probably going to still happen, but it's going to be a morning, potentially early afternoon podcast, just because my parents uh, plan on coming to town that weekend. So with that said, Next week will be a full hour. Next week we'll have a constructive topic that I will research and bring to you. But this week I just needed to express and mourn openly uh, to my, my now deceased boy chalk. So with that said, thank you for listening. If you have a topic in mind, or an article that you wish for me to read, uh, just want to say hello, email me at fsofpodcasts at gmail.com, and I will highly consider what you send in in order to put live on the podcast. Otherwise, this podcast, if you didn't know, is premiered here on Twitch, uploaded to YouTube as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So be on the lookout every week for this podcast so that I may be able to inform you about subjects and topics that maybe you haven't considered, and maybe if you have, I might enlighten you just a little bit more. And As I always say, keep practicing. No matter what it is, so long it doesn't hurt you or anyone else, keep practicing. Excuse me. I'm going to practice still a better positive outlet and mental attitude. Because while things still seem bleak, I believe that it can be conquered. And I hope that you're able to view your problems the exact same way. Yes, things suck. Things can suck, but I believe you can get past it, just as I believe that I can get past this. So, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Be on the lookout this evening. It will be out soon. So, thank you again. Until next week. I look forward to hearing your improvements, just as I hope to report my own. Thank you for listening. Good night, sleep well, sweet dreams, and until next time, au revoir.